Hello, beautiful soul. So today in this video, I want to talk to you about Sharon, Karen, and Taurus. And what are the super abilities that you bring that you can use to help others? But first, before we get there, I'm going to talk briefly about some of the things that uh, represent um, what does it mean to have Taurus, um, Karen in Taurus. Karen in Taurus is about loss, about grieving. And I'm going to also share with you the Gilgamesh, ooh, that's a hard name for me to pronounce, Gilgamesh story, the epic story of Gilgamesh and how does it relate to um, Karen in Taurus? Because I think you're going to find some clues there. So when you think about caring in Taurus, it's about grieving, losing, potentially always being afraid of losing family, homes, possessions, uh, even lovers, uh, friendships, relationships, uh, even your creative expressions. You could be afraid of losing a part of yourself in the process without you know, even knowing that you're doing that because it's so ingrained in you that you might not consider that you have this problem. So those people with Caroline Torres are very, very, very extremely emotional. They can feel and sense and know things that sometimes you're you don't even know. They're super empaths, they're very selfless, very loyal. They just have such a big heart. However, they're so afraid of letting go sometimes change can be hard for these people um even if they don't think that they are suffering because they might lose something they don't know how a lot of the times these people don't know how to deal with grief to the point where they are either too or too involved in the grieving process or too detached it's hard to be in the in the middle unless you have worked through healing your wounded healer. So this is about the wounded healer. And what does it mean if you have Karen, Sharon, and Taurus? So they there is a permanent sense of, of grieving, losing something, even though it could be unexpectedly, you're always a little afraid that you're going to lose something, whether it is your son, your kids, or your lovers, family, home, money, security, freedom, whatever it may be, you might always have that feeling that you need to work through in order for you to heal, or it might just stay forever. But what happens when you heal it? You can help other people heal what you have gone through. So, and I'll explain that. What does that look like? Because when you have caring in Taurus, it could be in the first house. That means that you are afraid of losing yourself right? So if you have it in the first house, you could be afraid of that. But what happens when you heal that is that you can help other people find themselves, get to the point where they realize who they are. If you have it on the second house, it could be about money. If you have it in the third house and so on. So let's say, for example, you have it on the seventh house. It could be about losing your lover, your twin mate, soulmate, um, twin flame, whatever you want to call it. So depending on where your Taurus is sitting, you're carrying in Taurus sitting, it's going to show you the huge clue about what it is your super, super, super duper power. So when you consider that, let's say that you have it on the fourth house, that means that you're going to be afraid of losing home and family. So, or even if it's in the 11th house, you could be afraid of losing your creative expressions, friends, and freedom. So it really depends on where you have, but let's assume for the sake of this conversation that we're just talking about 
caring in Taurus in general, so that you have a better idea of what I'm saying. And when you think about caring in Taurus, you can also think of the tarot card of uh, the Hierophant. The Hierophant or the High Priestess, um, these cards represent a lot of the energy that is represented through caring in Taurus. So, you know, like when you think of the Hierophant, you think about traditional value, spiritual value, as above, so below. So you are creating harmony within this chaos of what it means to be experiencing whatever you're experiencing. So it is like the master of chaos, right? Bring the balance, the yin and yang, uh, taking complicated things and making it into simple, practical steps. That is what that energy represents. So when you think of Karen in Taurus, you're being gifted with a deep connection to this reality, to this physical reality. But you have such a deep connection to the above realms that it is easy for you to master what it means to put order into what seems chaotic to a lot of people. So very practical means of organizing the what other people might think that is not organizable, right? So you may find that you're drawn to careers where the healing arms, whether it is a nurse, um, doctors, um, energy medicine, shamans, financial planners, esoteric means like psychics, medians, or something like that, right? So you, what you're doing is through your own experience of dealing with your own pain and suffering, you now have a unique perspective of the healing process to help people bring um come from that loss, that potential lost, the grieving process into this new version of who they are when they don't have those issues anymore. So finding meaning in life, finding that this is a journey, going from hopelessness to hopeful, going from lack of money to manifesting money and feeling good about it without having that idea of, I might lose this too finding self-worth so these people depending on where you you're dealing with your in your house carrying Taurus can be very very powerful a master healer a many many different things so when you think of the placement like let's say in the second house this could be about possessions values understanding your value of who you are and what you bring to this reality and how you can help others. So healing that relationship with yourself and manifesting that abundance, finding your true calling could be something that you're really good at in helping others finding their true calling. So you could have natural talent for helping others heal, even just by using your hands, because um, Taurus has the energy of healing with hands, touch, so whether it is through massage or Reiki or shamans that are touching and moving energy through you to do soul alignment. So healing with your hands, sometimes you might be talking to somebody and the way that you're moving your hands, you may be moving energy through them and they might not even know it. So really beautiful gift if you have your caring in Taurus, no matter which house you have it on, because you know, even if you have it in the A house, it can also be related to shamanism, energy medicine, and so on, because the energy of Taurus is bringing energy of above to here, to this reality, so that you can make things right and 
make them stable and makes them make them safe make them feel like they belong so it, it really is a beautiful um a beautiful thing to do so one of the things that i wanted to talk to you about though why does it relate to the taurus the bull the energy of the bull and how does it relate to the bottle of um gilgamesh right i hope i'm saying that name right because with this energy comes a lot that energy of loss and how does it relate to gilgamesh is that the story goes like let me see if I remember the story properly. The, the, the Ishtar wanted to have a husband and she asked Gilgamesh and Gilgamesh very nastily refused her, very distastefully refused her. So, and this is back in Mesopotamian um, literature. So, and what I'm sharing with you is based on um, some research that I did with reading some of the work from different institutions, different museums, and so on. And this is a while back, so I don't know if I if I can quote the whole story properly. But you know, let's say it's, I, I think it was like 20 BCE or something like that. So, um, or you know, the early Bronze Age or whatever it was. Anyway, so anyways, this the Ishtari wants to get a husband. The husband, uh, the potential husband, um, Gilgamesh said no. So she gets really angry and she asked her father Anu for um, the heaven of bull, the, the great bull of heaven. And in this case, the father didn't want to, Anu didn't want to because he knew it was gonna be really bad if he did that, but she, Ishtar says, if you don't do this, I'm going to unleash the dead to eat on the living. And he didn't want that either. So eventually he, she, Ishtar, convinces Anu and Anu releases the great bull. The great bull goes and, you know, like over 200 people with the nostrils, every time that he was breathing, it will create a hole and like people will fall into this hole and I guess they will die, right? Or something like that. And then Gilgamesh with his friend, I don't remember his friend, Endiki or something like that. They are fighting this bull, this strong bull that was so destructive and like, whoa, you know, like if, if we release this bull, there is going to be seven years of famine because a lot of destruction is going to happen. So anyways, um, Gilgamesh and his friend um, kill the bull and Ishtar gets really angry and um, the gods get angry. So Gilgamesh friends dies. And when he dies, Gilgamesh realizes I could die too. So he goes on this spiritual journey to find the meaning of life. So that's why the great bull and in some literature is argued that the, the gray bull represented the, the Taurus constellation and in other represented the summertime in Mesopotamian time where there is no fertility. So there is no 100% um, clear answer about what the bull represented, but they did argue that it represented the Taurus constellation and so on. So the gray bull, um, when he was, when Giglamesh fights the great bull and kills the great bull, and then the 
friends die, he starts grieving. He feels like his best friend is dead. Now he doesn't have him. And he's confused, like, you know, out of nowhere he died. He's confused, he's grieving, he's feeling that loss. And he goes on this epic journey to find the meaning of life. And I think for a lot of us, you know, he was struggling with what does it mean? Death, right? What, what does it mean? The, the great question about, my God, like, what do I do now? Like, who am I now? What does this mean? Like, am I going to die too, right? So the story can be very complicated. I think in, in the fourth tablet is where you can find um, that story and there are different tablets. And on the fourth tablet is when they reference, I think it's when they reference Ishtar and that he'd say no and that this happened and the bull and this and that. So Gilgamesh stories though, when you think about it, it's a story about what happens, what, what are the choices that we make here? The, the meaning of life, going from grieving, hopelessness to hope and finding meaning in life. So he goes through this journey to understand his loss and the meaning of death and what happens when he dies. Where does he go where, when he dies? So he went through that spiritual journey, the dark night of the soul, right? To find meaning in life. So, and this is probably one of the first things that we have records of um, from Mesopotamia about the, the great journey of spiritual awakening and going through the grieving process of letting go of the all you potentially, right? So what happens when you let go of the old you and you come into the new you? And what was that process of destruction, the chaos and all of that, uh, the bull that they talk about, could it be the representation of letting go of the old you? And that destruction that comes when you're going through the dark night of the soul is my my opinion, <laughs> but who am I, right? So you're finding that strength, that change within you. You're becoming someone new. And I think that's what the bull represents, in my opinion. So when you think about the, the great bull of heaven and that destruction and going through the, the loss and the grieving, you know, I think it's just all representation, symbolism to represent going through the dark night, coming to the other end and understanding immortality, that we are immortal beings, right? And that this is just spirit having an experience. So anyways, when you think about Karen in Taurus, that is the great, the great journey of these people that they are realizing um, that what they think they could lose at any point is never lost. Is there. And when you help someone with your abilities, whether it is through your hands, through um, sharing energy, doing shamanism, mediumship, whatever it is, you're helping them find themselves in whatever aspect they need. So it is really up to you because you have so much power within you that you're the one that decides, this is how I'm going to show up in this reality. And this is what I'm going to offer because I did this and I understand that pain and suffering so deeply. Now I can help others do the same. So I think I'm going to leave it here because it was a pretty long video compared to what I wanted to be. And I'll see you guys on the next one. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you.